Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 47, Bruce Carnegie, running for Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee in Ward 11 and 12, recorded on August 24th, 2018. Bruce Carnegie, you're running for Ward 11 and 12 Public School Trustee. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thank you. First of all, tell us, who is Bruce Carnegie? Okay, well, first of all, I'm a father of three incredible women. I've been married to my wife, Jennifer, for almost 25 years. It's our 25th anniversary in October. I'm a self-proclaimed science and math geek, previously a business owner, owned a therapy company, primarily focused on pediatric therapy. And I'm a fitness enthusiast. Why are you running for school board trustee? The first issue that got me interested in running for school board trustee was the declining math scores across the board. Our math scores are terrible compared to other boards across Ontario, the similar size or, or larger boards. And our board scores are trending downwards since 2013 through till the most latest statistics. We've trended down by over 10%. That was the first issue that got me interested in it. The second issue was looking at the budget overspending. The Hamilton board spends 88% of their budget on salary and administration. Now, if you look at all the similar size or larger boards across Ontario, they only spend on average 80% of their budget on salaries and administration. So that 8% extra that we're spending equates to $46 million. And that money should be used for resources for students and teachers. And the last thing I, on my platform for why I wanted to run is I'm putting a limit on my, myself for two terms. That's the most I'll serve as school board trustee. I think eight years is long enough to get the job done. And politics is about ideas and new approaches. And it's important, I think, that we get new people involved. How have you contributed to your school community and education in Hamilton? I've supported three daughters through the public school system who supported the programs of choice in the Hamilton board as well. Three of my daughters, all three of them went through the, the sport academy. And two of my daughters graduated from Westmount Secondary School in the self-paced program. And I've also uh, volunteered with the Hamilton Public Library with the teen homework help program, where I helped students from grade eight through grade 12 with math and science homework. What are your priorities for improving public education in Hamilton? The first priority I have is improving the math education to help get the scores, the EQAO scores, trending in the right direction. We've got to reverse this downward trend, turn it around, and start to get closer to the average scores that we get across Ontario. And Manny Figueredo from the Hamilton-Wentworth Board, the Director of Education, has stated to the spectator that many of the teachers in the elementary and junior schools don't come from a strong math background. I want to give the support to the teachers to help them to help our students improve these math scores. Second thing I want to improve on is the budget. As I mentioned previously, we're spending 8% more than most boards on salaries administration, and that equates to $46 million. And this money should be going to students and teachers for resources. Think about what we could do with that extra $46 million for arts programs, music programs, physical education programs. There's so much we could do. What three skills have you demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the school board? 
Three skills that I possess come a lot from being my technical background as a chemist when I started my career and also as a business owner. The first one's problem solving. When I was in a chemist, I was in a technical support role where you're always looking at problems and solving problems for customers. And being a business owner, you're constantly looking at problems and solving problems for your customer base and continually looking to better your organization. The second one is being proactive. As being a business owner as well, you're always looking to the future to see what might happen, make sure you're looking towards what the market conditions will be and how to best meet them. And so that sort of proactiveness comes into play. And the last one's responsive. Again, as being from being in business for myself, you need to be very responsive. When the telephone rings or the email comes in that there's an issue or a problem that needs to be addressed, you need to be responsive and look at it as quickly as possible. Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree with this? Why or why not? I don't agree with that statement. I think most people do understand that the trustee must work within the system that's mandated by the provincial government. But what I do think the trustee can be an advocate for the parents, especially with my experience owning a pediatric therapy company. Many times we would have our therapists sit in on IEP meetings, and the trustee would be a part of these meetings many times and working as an advocate for the parents to try and navigate the system that they're so foreign to. What two changes do you wish to achieve during your four years on the board? The two changes I want to achieve is, as I said before, getting the math scores trending in the right direction, getting more positive scores, getting them back closer to the provincial average of the other boards across the province, and getting that turned around. That's a number one priority for me. And the second priority is getting our spending under control. I'd like to see that trending in the right way for reducing the amount we're spending on salaries and administrations and getting more of that money going to where it needs to be for resources for students and teachers. It's 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words would you hope describe your term on the board? The three words that I would hope describe my performance on the board are open-mindedness, collaborative, and responsive. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close a school in Ward 11 and 12, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education across the system? That's a really tough question, and there's so much information that you would need to know to, to answer that question. But what I would say is that I would need to know how is it going to better the education across the board? And how long is it going to take for the local community that's losing a school to reap the rewards of this betterment of education across the board? And what is the detriment to the local residents who are losing that school? And what I would say is that I would want to work with the residents that are losing the school to support them in the best way I can through that process. The school board's relationship with Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How do you plan to work with council during the next four years? It's very important for the school board and council to work very closely and very well together. Let's face it, the city runs the rec centers that are attached to our schools, and the city would implement any kind of traffic calming that we want around our schools on the city roads. So it's very important. What I would want to do is I would want to have quarterly meetings with both the Ward 11 and Ward 12 councillors to talk about what the board's priorities are and also to listen to what the city's priorities are so we know we're on the same page together and we can work together to solve the problems collaboratively. 
But I'd actually go a step further as well, uh, outside of just the city councillors. I'd actually want to have quarterly meetings with the members of provincial parliament as well, which would be Donna Skelly and Sandy Shaw, because provincial government handles that run the education system. And I'd want to have meetings with them to understand where they're coming from with curriculum changes, anything like that. And I'd be able to talk to them about the concerns my residents and my constituents are are having with the, the education system. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing comments or remarks you wish to share? I don't think so. I think you've covered a a lot of ground with, with your questions, so I think it was pretty thorough. Thank you very much for joining us today. I wish to thank the Turner Park branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their sound studio where we recorded this podcast. This has been Episode 47 of the Public Records, the 155 Podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.